afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this next edition, whatever it turns out to be, doesn't matter at this stage, we have the youngest candidate, maybe, running in the next elections, and I, I'm very keen to promote young people getting involved in local democracy, and I think it's a great testament to you that you're getting involved, but you can tell your whole story right now, Catherine. What's your full name? Tell everyone your full name in case they want My to My name's Catherine McDermott. Um, the reason I'm interested in getting involved is just because there's a lot that needs to be done for Chippenham and a lot of residents have raised concerns about environmental issues and with the recent HIF bid... Um, Can you just explain very quickly what HIF is in case it's, people... It's a housing infrastructure bid oh, yeah. um, which Wiltshire Council have brought to the public to share their views on if they want this to go ahead and at the moment yeah. a lot of the residents have come back and said that this would be a massive mistake for the town um, just because it's going to affect on the rivers the Avon and Marden rivers, not only is it going to bring more congestion for the town, but they haven't actually explained what they're going to build with these 7,000 and a half houses. So mm. they haven't explained that there'll be GP surgeries or activities for younger people. Mm. And when I've been speaking to young, uh, when I've been speaking to residents, um, they've said to me there's not enough in the town for young people and obviously the population is growing and they want when families move to Chippenham they want those activities for the young people so I think as a councillor I would like to influence more of that also um, in, as I'm standing for Harden Hewish um, I've noticed that there's not a very good transport system into the town and residents have raised concerns on that also. So I don't want the mistake of a housing infrastructure being built and then suddenly there's no transport. So how would people get into the town? How would more business be made for that? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. It's interesting you say that because the audience at home can't see beyond our heads, but this this display here is actually of the bridge centre, yeah. which of course was in the centre of the town, was a community, a youth and community centre, but primarily used for young people, primarily used by Candy Arts, bizarrely, uh, over the last 23 years, more so than the youth service, which, was, is, which is interesting considering that the youth service were kind of core funded and now they don't exist, so that's bizarre. Anyway, this is the demise of the bridge centre. So I couldn't agree with you more. So if, if, if there wasn't enough infrastructure for young people before the pandemic, before that was knocked down. You see, we work with vulnerable young people, and you're going to talk about your work in a minute, which I think is amazing. So yeah, and also um, there's like people's priorities have changed now yeah. since COVID. COVID, exactly. There, there's a lot of difference. The public are appreciating more nature and they're going on runs and more fitness is get, like, being promoted. So I'm not going on runs. I can see everyone's <laughs> thinking Ed's not going on runs. I'm too busy, okay? You're like, I'm interviewing people. Shut it. Carry on. 
<laughs> so we need more leisure activity. And I was thinking maybe, it's one of my ideas, but who knows what happens. I was thinking maybe we could have more leisure activity outside to get people outside and to get them into their fitness. Yeah. So that would help physically and mentally because yes, I definitely. think that with, it's quite it's quite um, easy to say that well easy to say easy to predict there's going to be a tsunami of mental health issues. Definitely. Right. So what I agree with you that the, the old pan, plans pans the old pans we used to use to cook <laughs> the meat will no longer be needed because we're all going on a plant based diet, Catherine. That'll be the next thing. Anyway, there isn't enough infrastructure as it exists now for mental health and or for young people designated places where they can be mentored as well as everything else and have the freedom to explore being a young person without being castigated. And I'm just gonna throw that word in, just for Louis, because he likes it when I throw in words. <laughs> castigated, you say? It sounds like something you'd have on a farm. It ain't me. Anyway, the idea that there isn't a space specifically for young people to express themselves to explore being a young person, to learn vital life skills, cooking, all sorts of stuff. It doesn't exist anymore. It used to be the Bridge Centre. I think it's an appalling, an appalling um, mistake that A, a place was knocked down before there was a, a suitable replacement, that there isn't, now there's a pandemic. We, we've had to hire the, rot the Rotary Hall on, on Station Hill. Yeah. Anyone who, who's watching this in any other country Look at Google Maps, it's nice. As there is actually a Rotary group that I am a member of. The Rotary, the Rotarians are fantastic. And it's amazing because... We want younger people to get involved, yeah, definitely. don't we? Right, cool. Are you a Rotarian? Well, I do attend the group, yeah. Brilliant. And I think I've um, done yeah. a lot of activity, uh, especially after the pandemic. Yeah. Um, I helped out in one of their pop-up shops, uh, which was just on the bridge. On the bridge, it's fantastic. Yeah, we used it. And there was uh, Rachel Melody, the, the Ray Melody, this, this artist here, was yeah. doing exhibitions there. She's now a Rotarian. We, we're trying to get young people involved in I it. I think we're it's an amazing idea, yeah. and I'd like more people to be involved in that, because... I've noticed that a lot of people don't, well, young people in general, do not know how to get involved in um, certain um, topics, so like environmental issues. If they want to raise awareness of environmental issues in the town, that's something I would like to bring. Yeah. And especially this pop-up shop, it was very good that they sold second-hand goods because yeah. it influenced people to realise that there is, there, there's still nice stuff, which is second-hand. Absolutely, that's a great, great point, because if you look in this pop-up shop that you're in now, yeah. which is a social hub of positivity, social hub of positivity, if you look down there, that is a place where recycled clothes are going to be made. There's oh, a workshop amazing. with Rose Douse. All of this, obviously, a, a local artist, said, although Tom Moore is actually from London, but Predominantly, we've got local artists. There are going to be arts workshops in here, talks on the environment, on fungi, on all okay. sorts of sustainable development. There's going to be poetry. There's, going to, there's a riverbank. I've got a studio downstairs. So Eagle One are supporting us to do this. And during the uh, Unlock Reset Festival on the 21st of June, 2021, in the year of COVID... I like to think of Star Trek when I do that, you know? 
in the year of COVID, 2021, <laughs> they had a community festival because Boris said they could unlock. But by the time they got there, they couldn't unlock. Who would have thunk it? You got it wrong again. Bless you, Boris. Bless you and preserve you from all the mistakes you're making. Anyway, we're going to do it virtually anyway. So Eagle One, we're going to do the after show here, you know, in the atrium. Okay. Right, so in the atrium of, of Emery Gate. In the atrium of Emery Gate, after all it will be quite late, we'll have a great little party. Will you come along and sing and dance? Yeah, of course. Brilliant. <laughs> so we're going to do workshops. Whether you're a, a counsellor or not, mm-hmm. I would like you to get involved with some of the very, very things you're talking about. We're working alongside the Croatian and the Irish uh, one of the Limerick um, okay. branches of Rotarians to develop a, a cross-cultural project involving prim- primarily young people as well as adults, but uh, but it's going to be led by our amazing females in, in our organisation, and it's going to be the first. There's one aspect that's all about women, all about girls, all about self-image, all about the, the, the woman's place in history, which has mainly been subjugated, by the way, for the whole of history, but actually without women, we wouldn't have anything. Exactly. Right. <laughs> okay, so you, you see where I'm coming from, you say, wait a minute, you're big fat Egypt, you're a bloke, how come you be saying that about women? Because I get it. Look, when you, when you study the woman's role in society through history, they are essential in all sectors. And I'm not even just talking about procreation. I'm not just talking about having kids. Women through history have had kids and done the hunting gathering and done all the whatever's needed. But Look, we're not powerful. The most powerful thing on the planet. They create life. I think that man's you, you, male human being's problem since times began is trying to replicate anything that comes close to creating life. Where I think, seriously, deep down in the psyche of men, there's a kind of oh, you know, we can, we can do all these things, but can we create life like that? And it's, it's the most amazing thing. And I come from a, a big, big Irish family, and <laughs> we're obviously making it bigger and bigger. Then you might think about, well, Ed, if you're into sustainable development, why are you increasing the population? And I'd say this, I think it's good to have people who might be going around and looking at the world in a more equitable and socially conscious way and that's the thing uh, because I spoke to another resident and he said there shouldn't be democracy there should be everyone coming together to make a change yeah so that's the reset part of this this thing how do we move forward beyond Covid because you see after the after the plague there used to be surf surfism surfism whatever that word is maybe if Jules is editing if Maya's editing this they can say put in what the word is surf you know, when surf, when you're basically owned yeah. by the person that owns your land. There's been a lot of fundamental change. After the First World War, more people got the vote. This is going to be, actually, the pandemic's going to be Boris Johnson's Chernobyl. 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 Yes. No, think about what happened in Chernobyl. Yeah, definitely. Think about what happened afterwards. All the lies, all the cover-ups, all the d- d- damage to people. I think you'll find that when, and it, people need to investigate, what went wrong and it started I think being uh, uh, in the days when because young people as young people those politicians were sent away a lot of them and have a disconnect emotionally with their fellow human beings and we're the new generation so I think young 
people's voices do need to be heard. 100%. And Local democracy, they should be involved at a younger age. Definitely. Would you say about at 16 for the vote? Yeah. Cool. I think so. Keep and going, I think we should educate. So I've taken on this project to um, get, in, get younger people in the town and in Wiltshire and Swindon um, to get involved in local politics and educate them on local politics as well as national politics just because they need to know this is a life skill and I believe if young people are allowed to vote at a young age and they have the education of it it, life's going to change it's going to be amazing absolutely so how about as part of some workshops that we can help put on one if we've got this particular venue but we've got other venues we can use particularly on the 21st I hope that you're going to be voted in hopefully yeah I I have no party politics I want to express to explain that to you I have no party politics because I think that over however many years the whole idea of affiliating with a a set of predetermined uh, rules uh, by people that you might not have essentially any real in, in, interrelationship with, a, i.e. the leader of your party. I often say this about anyone that, that was a Conservative that was a sto- stowing, the, or stowing, that's even the word, just saying, saying how great Th- Theresa May was, yeah. and the next person you have is Boris Johnson. There couldn't be two more antithetical types of characters, but yet you're going to be loyal to both of them, or you're going to say that you share the same values. I don't even think Boris Johnson's family share his values. I think his father does. I think his father uh, would, would like um, population control, read his books. I think there's, there's a lot of conspiracy theories, isn't there, about the whole of this pandemic. And if you look at Boris Johnson's father, Stanley, and the books he's written, you'd say he, he probably thinks this is a good thing. No, bless him. I mean, he's probably a lovely bloke. The way, um, Stanley, the way are you? people look at it is you? if you're a crazy ca- character, get voted in. Thank you, I'll be the next Prime Minister then. <laughs> yes, you will. I wouldn't, because I would, I, I, it's really important, just like your work that you do, it's really important for me as a human being to directly affect the life chances of those I can identify and society has, for whatever reason, uh, let's slip through lots of nets. So I've worked it up and down the country working in different communities, but I guess uh, trying to um, give the same opportunity to people like myself, who, who uh, uh, you know, I'm a, uh, I am a, an Irish, I'm an Irish soldier, laddie, I'm an Irish, uh, I'm, I'm the son of an Irish, uh, Irish immigrants, economic immigrants, they wouldn't have come to England after what England has done to Ireland for 800 years yeah. if they weren't desperate. So they came here, my father worked in the RAF, he first came as a Levin boy in the mines and he went, ah, ah, ah. You know, that I'd rather go uh, risk my life abroad getting shot at in the lair or aid in Yemen, bizarre, um, and protect the, the wealth flow for the elites rather than go down the mine. Fair play to your father. Bless him. I'm, because of that, I don't have to make that choice. I'm, I'm sitting here now today. I'm very impressed, by the way, with your, with your set of values. I'd, I'd, I'd love Thank to meet your parents. Seriously, I know it sounds patronising. <laughs> I don't mean to be patronising. I just know that you're a young person and you're right. You are the future. So we as an organisation, whether you get elected or not, yeah. 
and your partneritarians, which I, I think they do amazing work. I would very much like you to come and work with our girls group, for instance. Okay. Talk about yeah. local democracy, talk about Rotarians, talk about all the things. I'd love to. Uh, you know, you can talk about your party politics, why not? But at the same time, know that for me personally, what we do isn't based on religion, isn't based on party politics, isn't based on anything other than the things you talk about. Community values, shared spaces, shared opportunity, uh, eradicating conflict. Uh, eradicating the, you know, poverty, you know, the real things, yeah. proper houses for people, not people capitalising on 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 um, property which they've done since who knows the when. The problem is they built um, a housing estate in Harden Hewish, Birds Marsh View. Terrible. And the public are not happy about that, and that's what they don't want. They were promised these things, and then. Yeah. It's just been... I'll refer you back to the bridge centre. Yeah. Look, look, you know, if you, if you want to really know and see what happens when a town, and we work up and down the country, I don't, m most councillors don't work up and down the country, no. I'm here to explain to you all. It's like, don't do it. Not because I live in Chippenham, but because in any demographic, anywhere across the country, there's a balance, an ecological balance and an economic balance. Yeah. But the economy is a myth. The reality is this, we need clean air, water, food, shelter, yeah. and a sense of purpose. That does not involve gambling on the stock market, which is absurd. No, exactly. Absolutely. And also, uh, what sort of business are they going to bring to the town? Are they going to provide jobs for these seven and a half thousand yeah, houses? Yeah, yeah. There's so many questions It's going to be a dormitory town, bigger than it is now, because yes. there's going to be no facilities. So if you move into these new houses, which I, I presume are going to, aren't going to be social housing, and when I say social, yeah. I mean affordable. When I say affordable, I mean essentially council houses, because that's what's been also another, another big sell-off. You think it? about Bristol, and that's surrounded by houses. There's yeah. only so little green land, yeah. and that green land is heaving. Yeah. However, do we want Chippenham to be heaving in like specific green land yeah. areas? We want more green land, we want more nature, we yeah. want beautiful rivers, just like we're experiencing now. Yeah. We do not want to be overwhelmed by houses. Absolutely, and all, all the traffic and actually what you've got, because there's no social infrastructure, you will have um, housing estates which will be populated by people that coexist side by side in small spaces. Yeah. Uh, there'll be ever less access to green spaces for everyone. But also they're building on floodplains, there'll be more flooding, there'll yeah. be more there'll be more social unrest because there are no places for anyone, let alone young people, to go to have shelter. Because this is the other thing. We live in England, the, you know, the weather, the, the summer, it, you know, <laughs> could be over in a flash. Where are these young people going in the evenings? Look at the look at the the, 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 the car park that is now the bridge centre. And look yes. at any of the social places that we look for our young people. Now Borough Lands are building uh, a skate park and it's great, but why should Borough Lands have to do that? The council, so we can't rely on the county council anymore. We need to, we need to have a council of, of a cross-section of the people representing Chippenham and the surrounding areas, yeah. which is equitable and it actually deals on a local level. Obviously, it will deal in harmony with fellow towns and, and, and villages across the county and the county in turn will deal with other counties but we need 
to have less centralised government, we need to have localised local organisations coming together, not in conflict, not, not, not opposed to each other because you know that you're different parties, but we know that we share the same neighbourhood. Yes, definitely, and there's a lovely community and people say hello to each other. Yeah. I was just out on a run this morning and uh, there was some other runners and they were saying hello to me. Like, you don't actually get, you wouldn't get a lot of that if it was all built up. Yeah. Yeah, so just t tell us a little bit about your work because I think it's important. I, I met Teresa Hutton the other day, the mayor, and oh, I was yes. really impressed. She's such a, a you know, I've got this, she, what she does for a living, I guess, also. Uh, forget about it, but I, you know, as I say, I don't think working class people or, or things, you know, understand. If they represent the Conservatives, they've been hoodwinked themselves, let alone, I mean, the Conservatives must be laughing every time they see a working class person canvassing for them. <laughs> We've got them all, it's like the dark side, it's like Star Wars, isn't it? It's like the Empire, it's like, nah, man. Darth, Darth Vader is essentially Boris Johnson with a bad haircut. Yes. Yeah? No, Boris Johnson's Darth Vader with a bad haircut. Maybe that's why he wears a helmet. Maybe that's why Darth Vader wears a helmet because underneath the helmet he's got like a, a big mass of hair that no one can control. So I um, work for a company called Virgin Care and the, well, the service I work in is for vulnerable children and they're, they're on ventilators, humidifiers and we train a lot of support workers. So we have a team of 21 and most of them are support workers and they go out and they um, look after these children overnight um, who are life limited mm. and some of them have Bless. special needs, yeah. um, some of them can't see but they're the loveliest group of children and even though I'm an administrator, my heart is with them because... Well, you're part of the team that yeah. makes that happen, that's really important, like Therese, it's really important work, work nothing happens without that. The exactly. team don't go out, it doesn't get organised. It's every part of what you're doing, apart from the... I don't understand why it's Virgin. Why has Dick Pickle got well, anything to do with bid, looking after kids? Uh, in 20, April 2017, to provide services in Exeter, um, Devon... Uh, where else did they provide? I wonder, I wonder how... Oh, yeah, I wonder how they heard of um, the National Health Service. Well, anything with um, Richard Branson. He just wants to get involved, doesn't he? Bless him. <laughs> You know, he's a lovely man. I met him a few times and he provided a, a nice, well, continued a nice nightclub in our town and he actually employed my family. But at the same time, enough is enough, Dick. <laughs> Come on. We should have, we shouldn't even have to, you know, a friend of mine raises money for the air ambulance. The air ambulance is an essential service. Yes. We shouldn't be re relying on, on my friends or anyone else. Do the amazing work that they do, we should have a nationally funded air ambulance. It shouldn't yes. ever be down to anyone to think, oh, because we all would benefit from it. So likewise with every other service. So Dick Pickle doesn't need to get involved in the health service. What no. we need, what do you think about this derisory 1% rise for, or does it not affect you because you're... Well, for Virgin Care, it depends really. It's mainly the front-facing people that they should be having a, quite a large pay rise. I don't think 1% is enough for what they've been through, mm. especially how some of the nurses and doctors have died because of this virus, yeah. and they've worked their arse off. Yeah, yeah. 
absolutely absolutely mental mm. how this world pandemic has caused such a hectic lifestyle mm. and they're tired exhausted and they deserve to be rewarded yeah. i don't think they deserve to be rewarded by a small little clap on thursday yeah. Yeah. i do not think that is enough no. and as i work for the nhs i feel that everyone should be rewarded during this time because it we have worked very hard and we have in our team we have worked very hard as yeah, well absolutely you know listen the, the, what you people are doing is exactly the same as what the NHS is doing. All I'm saying is we don't need privatised medicine. Yes, we, we don't. We don't need privatised railways. We don't need privatised electricity or utilities. It's absurd. It's just another way to steal the, the, the collective wealth of the nation. It's a very good business tactic because... It's appalling I, uh, uh, morality, though. I study business management and marketing, and I can see how businesses reach out and what sort of ways they are attracting the public and it's, it's also they're attracting people's buying behaviors yeah. and they're attracting people's lifestyles and i think that's a very good way to do business but at the end of the day the nhs needs more funding and they need to be acknowledged for their hard work yeah i i, I have a you, you know that there's to be part of NATO, uh, a country who's part of NATO has to um, commit a certain percentage of its GDP yeah. to the defence, the defence budget of NATO, right? So it's guaranteed, I mean, it's 2% or it could be more, probably more, but it's less or whatever. Why is that not a case with the National Health Service? It's like, guys, no, there should be no political party that ever has a say no, exactly. on the budget on the health service because we all need to share it or education now i believe that if politicians a had to live in a, a, a constituency for five years and not send their children if they have them to any other school but the one in the constituency and their families to the local nhs provision i think the enlightened vested interest would ensure that mps would always vote with both their hearts and their minds, because they realise that they're not allowed to use, you know, private medicine. They're not allowed to send the kids to private schools. So they'd soon go, oh, okay, let's make sure that the schools in my constituency and the health service in my constituency is as good as every other one. Because I don't want anyone else's kids to have less than mine. But I don't want other other elites to grow and become so. Or so distance from humanity or or or, or um, society that they they almost become grotesque. You think about the BL Prince Andrew. BLM um, protests which happened a few months mm. ago, and you think that was all party politics. Why could no one agree on supporting this? I think people's religions are very mm. important, do you? especially what happened in America. It, religions? Why, why do you think religions are? Do you not think that they've been part of the problem? Yes, they have. there's a lot of racism. Yeah. Well, um, so, so let's, let's look at the, the Black Lives Matter thing just for a couple of seconds. Isn't it atrocious that the money that was paid to the slave owners to free the slaves, which, let's face it, had no choice, but they were taken from their homelands in Africa, 
and they were transported against their will. They were sold by other chieftains and stuff, sure, but individuals that went across to these places that, f that formed the bedrock of wealth in this country and then the slave owners were then given compensation, which this country has only paid off in 2015. Check it out, people, and check who has benefited, which, which stately homes, which organizations, which, which, which companies have benefited, and which individuals that ended up becoming prime ministers uh, from the slaves. Black Lives Matter, I'd say so. Compensation would be better a, a pot of money taken from all these people and, and distributed equally amongst everyone that can trace their line to slavery, and they can, because when the slave owners were compensated, they had to prove ownership of these poor souls. So, yes indeed, carry on. Why, do you, uh, why should anyone feel undervalued based, based on the colour of their skin? Or, or uh, anything. I mean, uh, when I say about religion, listen, I think, I think it's, 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 it's important that people think beyond the everyday, but not get so distracted by it that they are not looking at what is needed on a day-to-day -day basis. So yeah. do people need to follow a certain doctrine to be kind? I don't think so. Do people need to, be, to follow a certain doctrine to help their fellow human beings? I don't think so. There's all different sorts of religions everywhere. I don't think that someone who professes to be Christian in this country, if they were born and bred in Riyadh, in Saudi Arabia, would suddenly become Christian. I think if there wasn't religious schools, most people wouldn't get involved in religion, which then begs the question, how come the churches in this country, the Church of England, in, in, in I'll say the Catholic uh, Vatican, are some of the wealthiest organizations in the world when they purport to be following the doctrine of Jesus, which was about hanging out, being cool, sharing, sharing, looking after each other, healing, being kind. Look at all the doctrines. If you want to follow Jesus, fair play to you. But follow Jesus, if that's what you're going to do. You can't, trans you can't translate that into buildings, cathedrals, bishops, all this sort of stuff. You've just, in fact, I've never mentioned what your religion is. Just do the do, be good, be kind. Don't have to advertise your team, do you? Like party politics. I don't support a religion, but I do believe that everyone should have their say. Yeah. And I do not feel that in this society, I feel like everyone is following a process. And why can't they just be themselves? Mm -hmm. So that comes back to uh, education, opportunity, yes. different types of stimulation, talking about politics in what, re what is real, what re the real politics, not the macro world politics of whatever that is, just on a day-to-day -day basis. You talked about it, you talked about houses, I agree with you. We can't afford to build any more houses because we can't cope with what we've already got with people, right? This place will, Chippenham in, in, in itself will become a bigger dormitory town and there will be social unrest, trust. Our environment will be eroded. So if our environment, our natural environment and our social environment is being eroded, what have we left? Hardly anything. So how would you, what would you, what would your principles be then? What do you think moving forward? How do you think we, we as a community, just in our community, let's I'd keep like, it to... I'd just like to reach out to churches and find out a little bit more about how they operate and maybe bring more people together mm. and... Uh, 
What about the mosques? What about the synagogues? Yeah, definitely. You, saying, you don't so, see any. Well, don't but, see but there's lots of there's lots of this, this whole project here was about refugees. There are loads of refugees around now. We need to embrace them. They're human beings. They've come from horror, and just at the time when the chancellor has just decided, or whoever has decided to cut foreign aid to to Syria, to Lebanon, to Yemen. People look look at the history of this country, and then they, they go, why why do why is England having to give uh, foreign aid to India and everything? Look where you got your money from. Look where England has previously robbed. That will be Saudi Arabia, Yemen, Aden. Uh, look yeah. at the Middle East. Look at there. It's like look, guys, you're paying compensation for the for the crimes of your forefathers. That's why you're paying for a more inclusive town, and I feel yeah. that that's something I want to work on. I want to work on the environmental issues in the town. Yeah. I want to work on transport to avoid less cars on the road, yeah. more electric cars. Yeah, well, well, whatever it is, I think you're right. A, an infrastructure of transport that allows people to get around and okay, um, in, in a way which is sustainable. Okay, at yeah. the moment. There's not a lot of people taking the bus due to COVID, but when we do kind of go back to more normality, we should be looking at these issues in the town and we should target the public and find out what we can do to improve and help So you're them. talking about regular local consultations so that yes. people become more... So instead of uh, a group of councillors, whoever you included, if you are one, and, and you know, fair play to you, um, Instead of them thinking from nowhere, from nowhere, uh, I don't know where they get their advice from because they're not asking me for it and I know everything. I'm joking. <laughs> I only know these things. And then the other bits, my mum knows. Here's the bit. I think you're, you're amazing. If you're talking about having local consultation on and every issue so that there's a free and open access to the information, not just these stuffy little rooms or just these, these I was gonna say smoke-filled rooms, but they're not, they're just filled with hot air mainly, of people talking about subjects that they're not really a fave with and there's money and developers involved and it's all a bit murky. I think there should be open public consultation. Definitely. It's part of the reason why we do this podcast. It's both a, you know, on, on Spotify, it's on YouTube, it's on Facebook. I'd have it done in crayons and sent amongst the people if they want to get involved, it's not, it appears to be also that I am leading these things. There's loads of people doing interviews. Right now, there's a, there's a part of our organisation over in Khan at Khan Central, looking at that amazing community resource. And that's a model, and these, these podcasts will come out, we're doing a load of po political ones at the moment, yeah. to give everyone involved a platform. I don't know how big this platform is, but it, it's just another platform. And I want as many people to take part. I want to thank you very much. How long have we had here, guys? Because I don't know. 35 minutes. Only 35 minutes. Perfect. So you've got about 25 minutes, I'm saying. Not because I, I did, a, I did a, um, an interview with Ross. It turned out it took, we had four hours of footage. Now, <laughs> he loves to talk. Well, he, but he's got a lot of things to say, good things to say. So, uh, and he's a Tottenham fan. Now, it's, 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 so what, I'm trying, well, what we're trying to do, and for the sake of these good people as well, is to keep these things to about an hour. Okay. Yeah. I, you can come back again after the after the election. You can talk. We want to do all these projects with the local democracy and see how we can help set up a more inclusive way of, of involving definitely. everybody. We definitely need to make it more inclusive. 
we need to look at people's issues and I want to listen to them and I want to show them that I am a committed individual. I'm hard working in my job, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a motivated person. I don't get a rest really, like I go home every day, I'm out doing exercise. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. That's just the way I am, but yeah. that's what I want. I want to bring my, how I'm so driven yeah. to the public and I want them to feel like they can trust me. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Where did you go to school? I went to school in Bath. So I was born in Bath and raised in Bath and I went to um, Hayesfield Girls' School. Was it good? Well, I think I would have preferred to go to a mixed school just because I think I probably would have learned a little bit more about this like just how people social. are social yeah. yes yeah yeah it's interesting isn't it that, they, like, that, 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 that how we look at education and there is a I, I get it and there's girls schools boys schools whatever but society isn't segregated like that no. and maybe there's maybe there's yeah interesting and it's interesting enough I was actually going to go to a private school I was actually going to go to Royal High but then I ended up going to Hayesfield and Yes, it was good. I learnt a lot, but I feel like I'm learning more now as I've grown older. And I felt like the education at that time was a lot different to how it is now. It's mm. developed and mm. they're introducing new things. So that is why I'd like to educate people on politics because yeah, yeah. I, I, wasn't, I didn't learn anything about that when I was at school. So why did you get into it then? That's why did I get into politics? So basically I had a friend um, who knew someone um, who is a Wiltshire councillor in Malmesbury and um, he introduced me to him and he basically went right from the bottom and got me involved in campaigning, so I helped out in Bath local elections, I've helped out in by-elections, in Royal Wooten Bassett. Or Bassett, as we like to call it. <laughs> yeah, Royal Bassett. Wooten Bassett. Go in. And then Cut I, yourself, son. <laughs> then I, Bassett. Then I helped out in the Euro elections in 2019, that was, I believe. Um, and then I... No, 2018. And then I helped out in the lo latest general election. So I've had a lot of involvement in campaigning and yeah. I've talked to a lot of people on the doorstep. And this has just become a part of my life now. I'm so interested and so engrossed in what our future is going to be. Wow, and cool. I just feel that someone at my age, I'm so impressed with myself because I'm so Good. young, but yeah. I never thought that I would ever be involved or ever be interested in politics, but it's just amazing. No, yeah, it is. I, mean, I think it's an absolute tribute to you. Why Liberal Democrats? Why Liberal Democrats? Why not, you might say, but why <laughs> particularly? Just because I agree with the their policies. Listening. They're what, on, on student grants? Um, okay, so <laughs> let's think about that. Yeah, let's think about I've, that. I feel so, like uh, that was a mistake, and I feel like the Liberal Democrats need to apologise to the public. Yeah. There are some people that will not ever get over it. I'm two of them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> only because of this, this is the, the point, isn't it? That anyone who's not in power can say anything. 
can say any, literally yeah. anything, and then and then as soon as you get a sniff of power, if the very one of your strongest policies, the reason why people would vote for you, and got you into a into a uh, coalition with the devils, uh, you sold your souls, and it went for rock and roll. It's like Nick, what are you thinking, bro? Yeah. You've done a bad thing there, mate. <laughs> yeah, you've done it to other people, and it's and it's students, and it's like. It's, we, did you go to higher education? Yeah, so, well, I'm studying an online course at the moment with the Open University. Brilliant. How much is that costing? Um, that one is 2,000 per module. And do you have to, do you get a grant and for that or do you? I was to, yeah, I get student finance for right, that. Right, okay, so you, you're going to owe that? Yes. It's just, However, you know, what, what, what crazy, <laughs> that you are our future, why collectively, why would we not? want the future of our civilization to have the best possible education. Not to burden them with more debt and people go, actually, uh, I don't know if I want to go to higher education because I'm worried about paying off. Guys, there's a magic money tree. Yeah, you can afford to have ridiculous projects like HS2. You can afford to educate our children and our, and our seniors and whoever again, else. What about the conservatives? What about all the things they've done? Oh my goodness, I don't think you quite get it. There isn't, if, yeah, sorry, if you think I'm being hard on the Liberal Democrats, yeah. I've said, I don't think, work, anyone that's not from the aristocracy, and I've got friends from the aristocracy, I love them. They are honestly fantastic people. I would, I've said this before and i say it again, if there's a revolution, and I hope there isn't one, a violent one, I hope there's a revolution in terms of a change of whole systems and things that people feel more inclusive and everyone has a peaceful existence. I just think, for instance, that the elites or the, the, the big financial uh, bodies that have made loads of money off of acquiring land and houses and property and we're all basically, they're living off, uh, off our rent, yeah? I think they should be taxed 85%. No one else should have a, 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 an increase, no one else. Yeah. Just all the people that have had inherited wealth, all the people that have been part of these hedge funds, all the people, why, how can people have, uh, offshore investments in the Cayman Islands and everything else, all the people that have previously been in the Conservatives, and I'm sure other parties. So, you know, um, I'm not sure about any party political anything, but I am sure that we as a collective, as a community across the world, not just in England, in Ireland, Scotland, Wales, da 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 da, have been milked, milked for years, for years and years. I do not want a violent insurrection, but I'm telling you now, there is going to be public unrest if this government or any following government thinks you can go through a life, you know, world-shattering pandemic, have these amazing people, and the police involved, included, they're frontline, how come they're not getting, getting vaccinated? The police, uh, the refuge um, workers, all these people on the front the line. Absolutely, well. oh my That's goodness. That's another thing. Absolutely, <laughs> that needs to be looked into. Look, look how poor, how people say, oh, well, they deserve it. No, no, no. If everyone had a safe, a, the same opportunity to education and to housing and everything else and didn't feel that they had to try and jump on the capitalist merry-go-round by acquiring wealth whatever way they wouldn't be in prison if we had more equitable society if we didn't have elites one percent of the population living off the backs of the hard work of everyone else but enough is enough this reset it's got to be like you are, i think i think there's a, a little game at hand when you see william reese mogg 
yeah? Lying back, lying down in thing. I bet you, he, out the back they're going, okay, let's see how ridiculously we can take the utter pee out of the communities and out of society and see how much we can get away. And they probably bet, you know, there's probably been some pig's heads involved as well, but they're, 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 they're betting, yeah, on how much they can get away with. Someone, if there's a darkened room, I don't know, maybe it's not darkened, maybe it's lit, lit from the from the, uh, the fact that some poor children are, are riding bicycles and, and making the lights work. But anyway, they're essentially having a laugh. Boris Johnson wanting to, to get Downing Street redecorated while <laughs> you're offering people that have, that, have, that have gone through a pandemic, that have the front line, and just, just say the nurses, just say the only people that we wanted to change the world for are the very people that are helping us and our families are a time of absolute dire need. And even before it's over, and it's been exacerbated by the capitalists not closing borders, not closing airports, not locking down, allowing Cheltenham Festival to go on, allowing the um, Champions League, and oh, it just goes on and on. The litany of horror. So does that answer your question? around my views on the Conservatives, and that is just one little percent, and it's not that they're bad people per se. I think that part of it, the, the upper echelons of the Conservatives, they're it's called the, Tories. You know why they're called Tories? Structure of it, no. Yeah, the Tories is, a, is, a, is, a, is a, a nickname they were given. It means bandit. They have been recognised as being bandits since day one. We've just got to stop having that type of um, pretend politics as well, because there's no way in the world that people like Boris Johnson like are really before, in charge of anything. That's why we need to all come together. I agree. And with you 100%. We do not need to have this whole democracy. There isn't a democracy. There hasn't been a democracy in this country ever. How do you feel about that? Ever. It's never been. There's never really been. What you're talking about is more like it, though. What yes. you're talking about, having much more public involvement in every decision about budgets, about how we prioritise our spending. This, this, this new ring, you know, distributor road, three, three, three opportunities were given. Three opportunities to which, which road, without saying, do you want the road? It's terrible. No, exactly. The public were not consulted. consulted. The public haven't been consulted. Absolutely. They haven't. How long have we had now, young men? Uh, 45. 45. 15 minutes to go before this man out there faints of the cold. Also, Come in, sir. There's some water over there if you, if you want some water. <laughs> also, I, I feel like people are mistaken for local politics and national politics and people's voting. So why would you have a party? Don't be affiliated to a party then. Just be local. Why, why can't you just be you doing what you're doing? We all vote for just you. Because, because this is how it is now. Well, I say change it. The reset, <laughs> you change it. I think that most of the parties have been absolutely exposed for not holding on to or, or following out the promises that they've made. Without a doubt, the Conservatives have and are the worst. Yeah. But, I, you know, I want to embrace them, the, the local Conservatives, because I want them not to be Conservatives anymore. I don't want them to have been trapped in that whole ridiculous idea that somehow that they have any relationship living in Chippenham yeah, to the elites that started that party. But do you it's know why crazed. there are parties? Because groups come together and they come with ideas. The Conservatives, they come with their own ideas mm. and they influence people and target people yeah. on these things. Yeah, yeah. Whereas what about the People's Party then? Why don't you start a new party right now, right here? 
start the People's could. Party. We could, that's what I'm saying. It's like, listen, the, li the, lib Dems, the, the Liberals, well, here's, here's the bit. I, I, I know what you're saying. Someone, um, Liz Webster said the same thing to me the other day, and, and she yeah. was fantastic, by the way. Terribly inspiring, it's blew me away. But the, 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 the idea that everyone should, you, you're totally right in a way, why am I not standing for election if I've got such a big mouth and these opinions? Because I'm, I'm kind of firefighting on a day-to-day -day basis with really vulnerable people. And I, I see for the last 23 years we've worked on the sustainable development agenda that you kind of, everyone has to play their part. As long as everyone's playing their part, all groovy. But if people are trying to take, the, take advantage or they're exploiting or they're not uh, acknowledging some of the uh, great deficits that have happened over the centuries to communities, then um, people like myself have to work on, like nurses, have to work on the front line, like, you know, like refuge workers. If we don't have people working in sewers, we are going to be finished as a society. But people don't seem to value that. And I keep mentioning it because that's how big the system is. So we can't have people living on higher echelons just living off the backs of everyone else's labour and renting them, taking their rents for land. And it's just appalling. We've got to have a reset, and I don't know that party... I understand why party politics exists. I just think they've had their day, like organised religion. Yeah, definitely. People's party. People's party. You've heard it here, people. People's party here, right now. Anything else you'd like to say? You are wonderful, by the way. Thank you so much for being part of this, but part of our community and willing to stand up for it. And I think some of your ideas are fantastic, and I, for one, give you as much uh, support around all your platforms or how you want to get... Involved, young people involved, etc., etc. Yeah, I'd like to know more about um, this whole uh, woman idea you said earlier. Yeah. Would you be able to just tell me a bit more about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. How I can get involved? Well, totally, because you, you know, you know, do you know where we are above shoestrings and? No, I don't. Okay, so you can come and visit, but but come and speak to the to the ladies of our organisation <laughs> because they're much more articulate. Yeah, I'm just yeah. some sort of blathering buffoon that bounces <laughs> around from one thing to another. I, they, they throw me into situations in Brixton or in, in Salford and stuff because I love that's that's my type of they're my type of people. It's, it's nice. It's, it's very interesting. It's, I think you're a yeah. very interesting person. Well, you're very kind. If you knew me more, you'd say you were not. I wasn't that interesting. <laughs> no, stop it, you. Anyway, you are more than welcome. That project's called Bringing It All Back Home, okay. and I'd like to introduce you to yes, all, and 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 we're linking in. You know uh, the wonderful Rotarians as well. Yeah. Uh, Ray Melody, we're meeting her next week. So we will definitely, as I say, when you get elected, you don't get elected. Yeah, what you're doing, what you're standing up for, is an absolute inspiration. So I can, you know, congratulate your parents if I meet them. Yeah. Where are they? Where do they live? They live in Bath. Okay, well, I'll wave to them from this and say. Good job, good job. <laughs> I'll Anything bring them else? Next time. Do you? Yeah, this hopefully will be open. Whenever shops are open, this th here we're going to have speech, you know, poetry books and, and, and people talking and doing speeches about all sorts of stuff. Well, I think we should have more pop up shops coming to the town. Well, that's all we're going to have. There's going to be no long term shops for a while, thing. I would have thought. If they want to build seven and a half houses, seven and a half houses now. Seven, <laughs> seven, seven thousand and a half. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to live in the half house. <laughs> <laughs> seven and a half houses for children. Yeah, yeah. Where is the money and how will these people be able to live? Is, is 
turning into more of a commuter town. Yes, yeah, it has been for years. The, 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 the unfortunate thing is developers don't care. They don't live in these communities. They just build. They just do those things. <laughs> Take the land, blah, blah, blah. Somewhere along the line, the, the wheels are being oiled by something or other, but it ain't, the, it ain't for the better good, that's for sure. How long have we had now? Go on, I'm pulling myself now. You can talk more, I'm just... Eight minutes. Eight minutes, go on. Eight minutes. Say everything you want to say. <laughs> Considering uh, Ross's was four hours, you've been an absolute... I don't know how I, I can do four hours. But, but you know, that's he's, because I'm... he's 86 years of age. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very new person to this, and I'm just experiencing how it's becoming. And I think over time, I will have more ideas to share. I think your ideas are fantastic. I think so, so what, how, how long more do you need on this planet if you already <laughs> have come up with those ideas? Have you borrowed them from someone? Wherever you've got them from, they're really good ideas. This social democracy. It's, it's listening. It's well, listening to go. people. That's there where I go. got it from. Wow. And it's the experience around me and people who I've worked with. Yeah. And as a person who works for the National Health Service, yeah. I have those skills too. And values, because you, values, you see yes. about your input has a, has a really fundamentally positive effect on our, on our, our community. You're great. I can't keep saying this. <laughs> Maybe, you know, I wouldn't, I've been asked to A, campaign or, or, or B, parts of all sorts of political things before. And I, I, I've always resisted because the stuff that we do is too sensitive and it's very, because um, it's about sustainable development. We work in industry as well as with vulnerable communities. Or, or, or as they say, hard to reach. So say hard to reach communities, but we never have a problem reaching them. It, you know, it's it's. But I, this, I'm, 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 I'm. Whatever this is, is giving you some support, not because you're a liberal democrat. You just because, because of you, how I am as a because person. Because you are as a person. And my personality towards yeah. people. Yeah. I don't think many people dislike me so that's a good thing like everyone I, I can't imagine me. why they would <laughs> I can't I've only met you for this one hour but what a fantastic hour it is I don't uh, yeah I wouldn't but it's, uh, again we try to avoid personality politics but at the same time you live in our community you do live in our community yes I do <laughs> <laughs> okay because that could have gone a bit wrong live in our community work in our community you're, you're trying to better our community to be yeah. better without being judgmental you try to be inclusive I say more power to you. Who else is running in, 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 in the Harden Newish? Do you know? Oh, what? Uh, yeah, the who, other parties? Yeah, who, who, what are the candidates? Uh, this guy for Conservatives, his name's Robert Giles. And Robert, if you're out there, <laughs> Robert, I dare <laughs> Come in and have a little talk, because that's my constituency. I don't know who the other candidates are. You know, we'll find out, and they should all come in. I'll find out. And then we, maybe we should do some sort of hustings, don't you think? Is that even feasible these days? Can you do hustings? Did you do hustings for local local democracy? Um, Just where you not, people. Probably not. Be interesting. You could do it on Zoom, couldn't you? You could all. Yeah, we're doing some Zoom ones. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, but, but that's for the police and crime. Aha! Excellent. But okay, well, there's you're, you're kind of doing one now, and I have yeah. literally offered one way or the other, every standing councillor, or sitting, and any prospective, independent, whatever, to come on this, and we try to get as many, that's what we're doing on Saturday, as many as possible, that we were told the 11th was Perda. I don't think it is. I, I spoke to um, Michelle Donlan, actually. She, yeah. she very kindly gave us some time yesterday um, about when Perda was, and I think it's much later. Am I right in this? Is she right in this? Is, who, who, 
when is Purda? Either way. I was told it was eleventh as well. Yeah, but I've looked. We've even uh, bless uh, Michelle's um, uh, um, colleague looked at while we were having the, the conversation on Zoom, and we couldn't. Either way, people can talk, can't they, on these platforms? Yeah. They don't have to, you know. We can. Purda doesn't doesn't matter for anybody. You can Perfect. campaign. Campaigning is campaigning. It's, a, it's, it's just the business of uh, of dealing with council stuff. Perfect. Yeah. You know what then? So. Like you're saying, uh, access and about people discussing their views and their ideas. I'm overlooking anyone's party political thing because yeah. invariably I'm banging on about it with every person that sits there or wherever we interview them. Not because I obviously have very, very definite uh, ideas about how society should be run. It's nothing to, be, to do with me being Prime Minister, trust me. But. I think it's really important what you said about, about people having access and discussing and debating ideas. So if you know who the rest of those people are that are campaigning, it would be great if we could get them on board on this. Because what you've just said and how you just said it, I'm going to say already I think I'm going to vote for you. Is that crazy? Is it even legal? I don't care. I don't care. Thank you. Well, I just think you're great. and I, That's one of those ones, isn't it? You could, the, the best person for the job... Don't care about if you, you know what you said today is a great presentation. Perfect. Well, thank you for I don't your know time. Might, well, thank you for your time. But now, <laughs> you you do the next interview. I'm going off downtown. <laughs> She's too good at this. <laughs> She's only 25. You're going to take over the whole place, right, Louis? How long has it been? Uh, you, it, 57 minutes. 57 minutes. Wow. Come on, I just think an hour because. Only because, you know, I think an hour is about right, is it? Do you think? Yeah. Right, you got anything you want to say? No, I have an hour. I'll just try to give no, everyone an hour at least. I'm sure there's going to be some longer. All my ideas with okay, you. well, I just want to say I've two things. I've impressed you quite a bit. You have. <laughs> no, you've totally impressed me. Do you see that bottle there? Yeah. It's got can do arts on it. Yeah. It's, it's made, it's apple juice made from our local allotment of Hard Newish, oh, wow, which is cool. your. Made by our, we say made by a, a slave labour. That's the thing. If we didn't have any green land, where, where's all these? Where have all the flowers gone? Well, I'll tell you where they've gone. They've been built on. Um, I want you to take a bottle of that, and I want you to go away and go. Wow, this is made in Chippenham. Well, it's actually pressed and pasteurised in Hungerford, but it's made from apples from our very own allotment in Chippenham, and it will imbue your special powers, so you'll become <laughs> more and more Chippenham as the weeks go on. The next time we see you, yeah, you'll be down by the river, fishing, and having a... You won't be fishing. <laughs> You're a wonderful person. Thank you so much.